Losing Weight to Gain Control Today's episode, Liquid Calories Welcome to today's episode of the Losing Weight to Gain Control podcast. This is Gwen Alexander, your host. This is a podcast to encourage you along your weight loss journey. It doesn't matter if you're at the beginning of, in the middle of, or in maintenance, because we all need to be encouraged through each phase of the journey. And I want to say thank you for taking time out of your day to listen. I appreciate it. Now, before we get started with today's episode, I have just a few things to cover. Be sure to follow my Facebook page for some extra encouragement, facebook.com backslash Alexander, because taking care of ourselves can seem so serious, but sometimes I like to be funny, but I also like to post motivational things to help you along the way. And you can follow me on Pinterest and check out the boards I have and save some of the recipes if you'd like to try them. I also share them on Facebook, especially if it's one I think will be added to my recipe collection. I like to eat the best food I can, but I want it to taste good also. How many calories did you drink today? Or have you drank so far today? How many calories are in that iced coffee blended coffee drink that you're always gulping down every day? You're probably saying, oh no, Coach Gwen, please don't tell me I have to give up my specialty drinks or what I like to drink when I go out to eat with my friends. Now, what I want to do today is help you make informed decisions about those liquid calories. I still think we forget that what we drink does matter. Your body knows. There is all this information about whether diet drinks make you eat more. I'm just going to give you a few things to think about the next time that you order your favorite drink. Let's start with smoothies. Smoothies sound like something that's really healthy. I mean, they usually have fruits in them. You can make some with vegetables or fruits and vegetables. But if you're not careful, your healthy smoothie can have as many calories, fat and carbohydrates or other things as a full meal. If you're using it as a meal replacement, it shouldn't put you too much over your nutrition needs. What you have to ask yourself is, are you using that smoothie as a snack when it should be counted as a meal? I've asked myself this even with protein bars that I see in the store. They say it's a meal replacement, but I know that won't keep me going for the next several hours. So I've made the decision that I actually just don't buy them because my track record with me shows that I would eat them and then go back and eat a meal because I was really still kind of hungry. But anyway, back to drinking your calories or our calories. I did a little digging online, looking at nutrition information of smoothies, um, the ones that you can buy when you go out to some of these places. And I'm not going to name the establishments, but I'll let you know that some of the smoothies uh, for some of the places that when you go to order, the, the calorie, the nutrition information is just as much as a meal. Now, the first one I looked up said it was a 20 ounce peanut butter, like peanut power smoothie. And, um, Peanut butter can be something that's good for you in moderation, but this particular smoothie said it had 590 calories, 24 grams of fat, 
and 80 grams of carbohydrates. And it has bananas, peanut butter, dates, and some type of protein blend and nonfat milk. I would almost use this as a meal replacement if this was something that I was going to to drink. Then there was another smoothie option that had 240 calories, 2 grams of fat, and 60 grams of carbs. And it had bananas, strawberries, and some other additives that I couldn't pronounce. Now you could make a smoothie for yourself at home and try to use powdered peanut butter instead of regular peanut butter. It may be, you know, half a banana, less uh, fruits that you could put in it. You could also make your smoothie 8 to 12 ounces instead of 20 ounces to reduce the number of calories that you would be drinking. If you're using a smoothie as a snack, I would recommend getting the smaller size. The thing is, when we go out to get something, the portion sizes are usually larger because we like to get more value for our money. And I admit it, I think that way. But my waistline probably doesn't like that. Most food chains will customize what you want into your smoothies. If milk is a part of it, you could ask them to use almond milk instead of whole milk. It might not make a huge difference in like your number of calories. But another thing that you can do when getting the smoothie to reduce the calories is don't add all the extras. Leave off the whipped cream. Don't add the chocolate chips or the chocolate pieces or sprinkles or cookies. You have to realize if you are regularly drinking these and then eating your regular meals and snacks, that could be what's keeping you from accomplishing your weight loss goals. When you ask, what would you like to add to that? And when the workers ask you that, just say nothing, thank you. Just make it plain. So ask yourself, is this smoothie supposed to be a snack or a meal and adjust your order accordingly? And then what about those blended coffees? You can get those almost anywhere. You can get them at the burger place. Uh, I guess next you'll be able to get them at the pizza place if they haven't already started selling those at pizza places. I thought about getting a blended coffee a few days ago. And I started thinking about, okay, what was I going to eat that day? And then I decided to order a basic blended coffee with no whipped topping. And it was made with almond milk. And this particular one had 150 calories. 2 grams of fat, and 34 grams of carbs. And for me, that's about what a snack for the day would be. I usually have two snacks, but I don't get these very often. Actually, the only time I get these blended coffees is when I go to a certain town because I don't go there very often. And when I'm on my way home, I'll stop and get one. And I get the smallest size that they have available. I'm not saying that you have to be that restrictive with a blended coffee. But think about how many calories and how much sugar that you are consuming when you place your order. What do you need to order to help you reach your goal? Maybe you like to drink straight coffee or just plain tea. I've seen this funny meme on Facebook that said, I would like to have some coffee with my creamer, please. If you drink your coffee or your tea without adding anything to it, that's like zero everything. You know, zero calories. There's no carbohydrates or anything. But of course, don't forget about the caffeine that you'll be getting in those cups. So if you need to sleep, think about the caffeine. Now, what do you add to your coffee or your tea? If you add sugar, remember this. A teaspoon of sugar is 16 calories and 4 grams of carbs. And have you ever measured how much that you are putting into your coffee or your tea? Or do you just grab the container and just start pouring it in until it looks pretty good and tastes the way that you like it? When I make my tea, I add two teaspoons of sugar 
and it's about 8 to 10 ounces that I drink. One of my friends thought that was way too much, but I only drink one cup a day. And if I'm having a particularly long day, I'll have a second cup. But usually it's one cup. And I add creamer. And depending on the flavor of coffee creamer that you use, it could be uh, anywhere from 10 calories to 35 calories, and that's per tablespoon. Have you ever seen what a tablespoon of creamer looks like? Doesn't look like a lot. And depending on how big of a cup of coffee that you're drinking, a tablespoon might not even give it a taste. With mine, I usually like to use about two tablespoons. That's why I try to only drink one cup a day, one cup of tea. I don't do coffee very often. If you're one of those people that can drink your coffee or tea without anything added, great. I like to have something in my coffee or my tea. You can use other sweeteners besides sugar uh, to sweeten your drinks. And there are several of them out there today. Uh, There's Splenda, there's Stevia, there's Truvia, and a whole host of others. But make sure you read the directions on them of how much you should use. Sometimes you don't need as much of the sugar substitute as you would regular sugar. It actually might be sweeter. Most grocery stores have them and they're usually next to the sugar or in the sugar aisle. And what about if you drink alcoholic drinks? They can be another source of calories. Now, I personally don't drink alcohol, but one day I was reading an article about how much, how many calories can be in certain drinks. And I never realized that you could get that much from some of them. Here's some information to think about the next time you order your next alcoholic drink. 12 ounces of beer has 153 calories. And there was 103 calories in the light beer. 5 ounces of red wine is 125 calories. But think about how big of a glass do you usually pour that in. And 5 ounces of white wine is about 120 calories. 4 ounces of champagne, 84 calories. And 2.25 ounces of a martini says it I found was 125 calories. 4 ounces of a margarita, and that's only 4 ounces, was 168 calories. And 9 ounces of a pina colada was almost 500 calories in that 9 ounces. Now, according to an article by Prevention.com titled 12 Alcoholic Drinks to Order If You're Trying to Lose Weight, this is what that article had to say. Some of the key points to remember when ordering is to ask for no syrups, opt for fresh juices with no added sugars, club soda or sparkling water, and watch for portion sizes. A standard serving of beer is 12 ounces, wine is 5 ounces, and liquor is 1.5 ounces a shot glass. And it also says the biggest thing to remember is that you're getting the bulk of your calories from the alcohol itself. So try to pick mixers that don't contribute extra calories or sugars. And that's where I'm going to stop reading the article. And something else to think about, you are usually eating while you're consuming your alcohol. Like eating a full meal. Uh, In America, I think it's usually hamburgers. You have very fried, greasy foods while some people like to drink their alcohol. So if your alcoholic beverage is 500 calories, and that's just for one, and you're eating a meal at a restaurant that's probably almost 1,000 calories, you've eaten 1,500 calories, and that's not even counting the rest of the day, which you've already eaten. Even if you're having an alcoholic beverage, be mindful of how much you're drinking and what you're adding to that drink. Soda. Sugar-laden soda or diet soda. 
you know, I'm from southern Louisiana, and we actually, when we said, can I have a cold drink, that was how we said, can I have a soda? Okay, let's keep going. Is diet soda better to drink than regular soda? Diet soda has no calories, it has some sodium, no fat, and I'm sure you've heard how bad regular soda can be for you. And one time I did a presentation a few years ago where I actually measured out by the teaspoon how much sugar was in certain bottles of soda. And this was actually for a group of teenagers, and they were so surprised when I would just keep counting because some of them even had up to 30 to 40 teaspoons of sugar. And the sizes of the soda today are larger. You can buy a one liter bottle of soda and most people will drink that in one sitting. I've read stories of people who just stopped drinking soda and then they were able to lose weight. The reason they lost the weight was they took away those additional calories that they were consuming through a liquid. For some reason, our brains don't want to register that we're getting something from that liquid that we're drinking. But now, there's information out there saying diet drinks may make you eat more. Why? Says artificial sweeteners can disrupt the body's natural ability to regulate calorie intake based on the sweetness of foods. So, that means people who drink or drink diet sodas might be more likely to overeat because your body is being tricked into thinking it's drinking sugar and you will crave food. Well, what should you do? Try to limit the amount of soda you drink. If you like regular soda, make sure you log those calories. If you like diet soda, try to limit them to maybe one or two cans a day. And remember, most of the bottles sold, I know here in the U.S., have about two and a half servings in that bottle. So if you get a bottle of diet soda, you already have two or more cans in that one bottle. Today's episode on liquid calories was to get you thinking. Don't be passive about what you drink. Yes, I want you to go out and enjoy yourself. Listen to episode 79, titled The Rule of 80-20, about trying to find a balance in how you plan your meals, and don't forget to include your liquid calories also. If you have any questions or comments about this episode or any episode of the podcast, please let me know. You can email me. My email address is gwen at thegwenalexander.com, or you can contact me through my website, thegwenalexander.com and click the contact button and leave me a message that way. And if the podcast has been a help to you, maybe it can be a help to others. I ask that you please share with your friends, family, co-workers, and that you subscribe to get the latest new episodes as they come out. And as always, I want to leave you with a quote. And you've probably heard today's quote. And that quote is, motivation is what gets you started. Habit is what keeps you going. The information in this podcast is for informational purposes only. I'm not a medical professional. You should consult with your doctor or medical professional before beginning any weight loss or exercise program. <laughs>